What's going on, guys? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on Wednesday. It's hump day. Hopefully, none of you have to work tomorrow. It is a holiday over here. It is Thanksgiving. So, yes, this is kind of like a Friday like uh, uh, that's happening right now. What's going on, everybody? Make sure you guys smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Do all that stuff like that and everything. Yeah, I figured, you know what? Bring back... Bring, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring back the uh, Robert Eggers Thor 5 pitch sketch. I mean, I did that a couple of few months ago, and I figured what the, uh, what was, you know, Chris Hemsworth was talking about, which we're going to be talking about on today's stream. I figured, why not bring that sketch back to open up today's show? Why not, guys? It's all in good fun. All right, so make sure you guys do all that. Follow me on the sock meds. Share the stream. Do all that stuff. Everything right there. All right. What's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? Good to see you. I got DC Patriot. Happy Thanksgiving. Thankful to get to watch your show. Well, there you go. Well, I appreciate it. I'm thankful for you. Alien sex love sounds. Ah! Well, that's, uh, you know, I still love your uh, your username. Alien, yeah, sounds, exa sounds exactly like a turkey getting stuffed alive. I just need Gun, DC Studios, and WBD to just put out any kind of slate already. No more speculation from the fact. Well, it takes time, though. It does take time. So we gotta we got to remain, uh, you know, patient. So what's going on, Ryan? We got Tet right here, too. Uh, Eric. Fun fact, Ben Franklin campaigned for the national emblem to be a turkey. Smart as he was, he could sometimes be dumb. Eagle all the way, right? Well, you know, I mean, maybe he just really liked turkeys. What's going on, Dane? Good to see ya. Hello, darling, Matia, how you doing? Good to see ya, good to see ya, good to see ya. We got Stephanie T right here. Good to see you, of course. We got William Powell right here. Let's see. I think people need to stop reading so much into public leaning mentions and conversations. We are on the outside. We don't know what kind of talks Gunn and Johnson may or may not have had. But where's the fun in that, man? We still got to talk about this stuff or else we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Just in good fun. Don't worry. Um, what's going on, Stephanie T? Yeah, saying hi to everybody. Happy early Thanksgiving, of course, to you. Why is that doing that? I don't know why that's doing that. All right, hold on. There we go. I don't know why it was giving that little, uh, those lines right there. So we're good now. Anyways, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, what's going on? Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. Anthony. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, the stash. I know. I was like, oh, yeah, people are going to think I grew the stash overnight somehow. Right? I know. He's apparently a robot, right? Uh, yeah, I know. It doesn't grow that fast. <laughs> it doesn't grow that fast. I know, you miss a stash. Ziggs, what's happening? All right. Is it regular Thursday for us? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's why you got to consider that. That's what I got to consider. Like, <clears throat> like, I'll be posting stuff tomorrow. I'll be posting, you know, some film junkie shots tomorrow that I haven't posted yet. I'll be posting some of that tomorrow. I mean, uh, I know it's a holiday for us Americans, but uh, yeah, Americans, that sounded funny. Um, But you know, I'll still be considering it like, you know, I'm not doing daytime work, thank God, but you know, I'll still be posting. I'll be still be posting things, you know, film junkie shots and whatnot. And you know, I don't think any news will happen, but you never know. You never know. 
Surprise, no one has been talking about the real possibility of Snyder directing Gears of War's movie, Nick. I don't think that's... I just never heard any kind of expressive, like... I don't know, like, has there been any interest from the man? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's, like, you know, is that something he wanted to do? You know, because, you know, he wants to do... There's plenty of things that are already on his on his list of things that he wants to do, so I don't know if that's even a possibility. It's all about... I mean, I get it that fans want him to direct everything, but we got to consider what he actually wants to direct, and has he expressed interest? I can't remember. Has it been an interview or something like that? Maybe? I don't know. What's going on, Draga? Good to see you. We got Tyler here. Just want to say hi, Dave. Dave, happy uh, Thanksgiving. Been a while since I've been here. You still friends of Fatal J? Sadly, uh, that kind of fell off a little bit. Uh, maybe something will mend because, you know, uh, he did fall into a different sector of uh, the fandom. But then apparently that didn't go well. And then, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I have no ill will towards the man. Not at all. Uh, he was a He's a character. And it was fun when he was on the vodka stream. Uh, Game City Savior, what's going on? We got Mr. Brian Kelly right here. Happy Turkey Day. Hey, Rosemary, happy Thanksgiving. All right. Batista said in a press interview at Army of the Dead that he talked with Snyder. Oh, okay. And it was uh, going to talk about the producer. Oh, okay. So that, that'll be interesting. I just don't know, like, because he's got so much stuff on, the, on, his, on his list of things to do right now. I don't know. U.S. citizens have Thanksgiving, not American. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Not American. Sorry. I forget. I apologize. Uh, not sure how to how that got historically confused. America and yes, okay. Well, our bad. <laughs> My bad. She's all right. Nice to see you. Decided. Yeah, I know. I wasn't sure, but then I was like, you know what? I want to talk about these two uh, two two things right here. And uh, how's it going, MFR? I just wanted to talk about because we had. I mean, it's only two topics today. Only two topics. Of course, we're going to go over the. You know, we're going to go through the tweets, which not that many tweets. But you know. I was just like uh, Dwayne Johnson's video. He posted like a six and a half minute video today that was kind of interesting that I wanted to talk about. And then, I, you know, and then Chris Hemsworth going like, hey, Thor needs a tone change. So it's just kind of stuff like that where I was like, OK, I do want to talk about that. But there wasn't like four topics that I, you know, found. So I was like, all right, it'll be a shorter show. So nothing wrong with that, guys. Uh, but it'll still be fun. Still be fun. We're still going to have a good time. So hopefully we do that. Yeah, that's right. Kaka boo boo. Yeah. OK. So anyways, um, well, so we'll see what happens when it comes to Chris is so dumb. I mean, we'll see that. Are U.S. citizens not Americans? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like it, Nowadays, everything's so sensitive when it comes to titles. I don't even want to question things there, Stephanie. <laughs> I really don't. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Nope. Sorry, I was getting a phone call right there. My bad. Apologize. My phone was going off. And uh, am I looking a little choppy right now? Yeah, hey, see what happens? You get a phone call, and all of a sudden, you like, things get choppy. Anyways. All right. Let's, besides that, let's get to these tweets right here, huh? All right. Uh, let's do that. That's good. All right. Let's get to these tweets. What is going on right here? Well, we got Fear Jason right here. Um, you know, I mean, we're talking about, of course, uh, when it comes to... Um, to the mustache. I mean, hey, how about uh, how about I grow my hair long like this and dye it blonde, right? That could uh, is that a good look for me right there? I don't know. Doing a little uh, Chris Pine right here over there in Venice. 
So, uh, Mr. Fear Jason, of course, putting my face on there. Hey, Mama Film Junkies here. Hello, Mom. Good to see you. I'll see you tomorrow. Of course, uh, Mama Film Junkie is going to be uh, cooking an uh, awesome Thanksgiving meal tomorrow, so that'll be good. So, that'll be very good. And, uh, hey, guess what, guys? Yes, right. Uh, James Cameron, Jimmy Cam, what are you doing? You, 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 you gave up. You gave up to China. What's going on? You're gonna do. You're gonna release your movie with all the blue people in China. Is that what you're doing? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I don't condone it. I don't condone it. I don't condone it. Releasing in China is not a good thing. Uh, but uh, yes, apparently, of Avatar: The Way of the Water will release in China on December 16th. That's right. It'll be the first blockbuster under Disney to release in China since 2019. That's right. Disney this whole time has been kind of going like, hey, we have to uh, appease to us over here and appease to China. But you can't do both because, you know, the leadership over here and the, and the leadership over there, a little bit different, a little bit different. But apparently if anybody can do it, it's James Cameron. James Cameron, he figured it out. And he's like, yep, that's right. We're, we're, we'll release in China. Don't worry. And trust me, he needs it because, my God, are these Avatar sequels expensive? I mean, they look expensive. Look at the, vi- look at the visual effects. They look pretty great. It's just going to be interesting. Everybody's going to be pulling out their uh, jeweler's loop and examining that box office. I, I tell you what, I love the proclamations I see on Twitter when people are just like so adamant on just declaring that I'm not going to see this movie, James Cameron. How dare you? All the stuff that he says and everything like that. It's like, yeah, maybe I don't fully believe, you know, agree with the man. But at the same time, I'm just kind of going like it's James Cameron, this guy. You know, he's the reason why, you know, cinema has changed again and again and again. So, and I like the first Avatar movie. And is it my favorite movie of all time? No. Am I going to go see Way of the Water? Of course. I'm going to see, like, what happens. But it's going to be interesting to see the box office response when it comes to all this. Will it cross a billion? I want it to because it's not, yes, it's, it's an existing franchise, but it's one that came out of his head. It's not like something that's been around for 80 years or, you know, it's, it's not a, uh, I don't know. It's just something that's not, it's a little bit different. So I'm, I'm rooting for it. But man, some people just really want this thing to fail because that's just the way we are right now. We just want things to fail. And here we got Alex Ross. Look at this Django Unchained right here. That's a cool little drawing. Love that shit. Love that. Good stuff. Metallica fans. S&M. Metallica S&M. 1999. This came out 23 years ago. Holy crap. I remember watching this uh, at my buddy's house. He got the DVD and uh, we watched it so many times. So many times. Uh, Jonathan Major's bad guy, Damien, looks uh, decidedly unvillainous. And, yeah, look at this right here. Well, you know, like half the movie, he's going to be a good guy, right? Half the movie's going to be a good guy, and then he turns into the bad guy. That's right. But, yeah, speaking of the budget right here, James Cameron's The Way of the Water reportedly had a budget of 350 to $400 million, making it one of the most expensive films ever. That's why he needs China, okay? I get what you're doing there, Jimmy. You need China. Ugh. Yeah, that's a pretty expensive movie right there, I will say. Pretty damn expensive movie. Hey, Gal Gadot, looking gorgeous right here, posting an image of herself. 
The woman's just, uh, she's just gorgeous. She's just gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And then this is interesting right here. Um, so, I mean, this was, uh, being tossed around the, uh, the timeline and, you know, uh, what was it last? What was it yesterday or the day before I was talking about Letitia Wright and the whole thing about getting the jab, the COVID vax vaccine. And, uh, we, we, we tend to forget that ice cube turned down $99 million because he didn't want to get himself the jab. And he actually was speaking on this on a podcast right here. And this is what he had to say. It's pretty interesting. I turned down a movie cause I didn't want to get the motherfucking jab, you know, I turned down nine a motherfucking million. jab cause I didn't want to get the jab. Get, you yeah. know, fuck $9 million. Jab fuck y'all for trying to make me get it. So he's not even holding back. Know, not I, even holding back. I don't know back. how Hollywood feel about me right now. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? It ain't just Hollywood no <laughs> this more. This guy though. in the middle is like, the, the, I don't uh, know what streaming. to say. Streaming ain't got nothing to do with that's Hollywood, bro. Yeah, is it dude, really? Yeah. You think so? It is. It is. They on some shit, but you know what I mean. Me too. I'm on some shit too. So. <laughs> Cute vision. Yeah, yeah, that shit indie, man. I'm working vision. on it. I'm hustling. I got a few dollars. Let's, let's put See, something he's together. He's got a few like dollars. Weather, I would say he's doing nothing. okay. <laughs> Turning down nine, ninety million, nine million dollars. A lot, of few, a lot of things up my sleeve. Yes. Fresh out. Then turned down nine million. Yes. Well, I, mean, I didn't turn it down. The motherfuckers didn't give it to me because I wouldn't get the shot. He couldn't get the exactly. shot. I didn't turn it down. Oh, okay. He just didn't. He kind of changed it up oh, right there. It's like, wait, wait, I didn't turn it down. I just okay. No, you turned it down. The jab. The jab. Yeah. During the pandemic, man, the pandemic at all. You didn't mean nothing. <laughs> Somebody called it the pandemic. I didn't catch it at all. Yeah, I didn't need that <laughs> shit. Yeah, so there you go. That was just. I thought that was interesting because you know we were talking about that, and it's just, you know, I think he. The fact of the matter is, it's like you know, let's face it. Ice Cube's doing okay. I'm sure he's worth fucking quadruple, probably eight times more than that. So it's not like he was like desperate for that ninety nine million dollars. He was not desperate for it, but you know, just very interesting nowadays when we look when we look at all this now. We, that we have the information that we have now, you know, because there was a lot of bad information that was coming out out there that was basically saying that if you got it, if you got the if you got the jab, as they call it, um, you weren't going to transmit anymore. But of course, that's not the case. But, you know, everybody has every free will to get that. He didn't want to get it. That's up to him. And I say that's perfectly fine. But yeah, nine million dollars. Would you get the nine? Would you get? Would you get the shot? Would you get the shot and all the boosters for nine million dollars? I probably would. <laughs> Jeez. Ah, and I love this tweet right here because obviously we have. Uh, you were talking about it yesterday when it came to Quentin Tarantino. Uh, Cinema tweets right here tweeted this out. Because, you know, you had uh, Samu Liu, who was basically pushing back against Quentin Tarantino, and he's totally, he totally got dragged through the mud. I did uh, the film Junkie Shot on it, if you didn't see it. But, uh, yeah, it was just kind of interesting because, obviously, he, he played the whole diverse card and, you know, and the, you know that kind of whole thing. But it's like, yeah, Quentin Tarantino was always very good at the diverse card, even before it was, like, the popular thing. He always had strong female characters of all color. You know, he had villains and good guys and, you know, good girls and bad girls, you know, and stuff like that. He was always pretty damn diverse. And nobody sleep on Jackie Brown. Great fucking movie right there. Pam Greer, beast. Great. Good job. Great cast and everything like that. So love that tweet right there. And then, yes, uh, the opening sketch for tonight's stream. Um, you can find it on my YouTube channel if you want to watch it again. But uh, thank you for your Jason. He helped me with this thumbnail right here by... By putting uh, Chris Hemsworth's uh, head right there. 
on uh, on what's his name Skarsgård's body right there. So that's good. And then there you go, guys. So Mr. Rico Jr. right here. Remember we uh, we were showing I was showing off the uh, the different the Zack Snyder trilogy Zack Snyder's Justice League trilogy posters that he was doing. Here's uh, Justice League right here. I love it. The three mother boxes, and you have all the Justice League players on there. You got the Omega sign. Just so freaking good. So good. I want all these posters. I want them on my wall. I want all three somewhere on my wall. Just so good. So freaking good. So good job, Mr. Rico Jr. And then, and then of course, you got uh, Thanksgiving right here. <laughs> this is pretty deranged for Batman the Animated Series. But, hey, I like it. Happy Thanksgiving right there. That is from Batman the Animated Fan right there. So good on you. Good on you. And we got another look at Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones 5, One Last Quest. Uh, yeah, they're pretty much just stamping it, saying that, uh, hey, guess what? It's going to be his last one for sure. And then this is pretty cool little concept art right here for the Batman 2. What if they didn't get all rid of all the water before the winter came in? I mean, I think they probably, well, uh, they, they probably didn't. If you think about it, think about the timeline. Think about the timeline of the Batman and the end of Batman. I mean, obviously it opens up. It's like Halloween. So it's already the end of October going into November. So this would be an interesting concept. And this is why you might want to be like, hey, that's probably why maybe Matt Reeves wants Mr. Freeze. If you think about it, he, he wants Mr. Freeze to be maybe a villain, a possible villain in the Batman 2. And if you think about the timeline and all the water that rushed in on uh, Gotham City, imagine if it just, you know, before they can actually get it all out of there, it just kind of froze over because, you know, it's November. So interesting little concept art right there. I like that. I like it. And then, of course, we have Mr. Ohio Dave right here. So Snowpath, she can't handle. So more AI art for Rebel Moon. And, of course, you know, if anybody knows about Rebel Moon, it's Mr. Ohio Dave. And then speaking of Thanksgiving movies, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is finally getting a 4K Ultra HD with deleted scenes from John Hughes' archive released. It's going to be released. So if anybody, uh, I haven't watched this movie in so freaking long, i got to watch it again. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. I might watch it tonight. I'm going to try to find it somewhere and watch it tonight because it's been so long. But, yeah, if anybody wants to watch, like, a Thanksgiving movie, watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Why not? But apparently, yes. And then there was, like, a deleted scene with John Candy that was floating on uh, Twitter, which was cool. You know, may he rest in peace. Comic legend. Comedy legend. So, you know, so hopefully, you know, get yourself one of those. Get yourself one of those. Anyways. Ah, uh, Marcus, am I excited for Fantastic Four? He is asking right here. Mm, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Kind of curious to see what they do. So, what's going on, Andre? Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. I know. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Canadian treasure right there. That's your Canadian treasure right there. Uh, the Penguin series sh uh, should shed some light on whether Gotham will be wet or dry. Well, the Penguin series is going to. Apparently, according to Colin Farrell, he did say, he did in fact say that uh, it's going to take place like a couple of weeks after what happened. Like literally, you know, you're going to see like going into, you know, Falcone's like place, there's going to be like water all over the place. So that's what's going to be interesting about that. Uh, that's what's going to be interesting about that. All right, let's go ahead and uh, talk about uh, the first little topic here. Let's talk about Dwayne Johnson. Let's talk about the hierarchy of the DC uh, U. The DC U. Ugh, God. 
still hard for me to say. I will say. It is still hard for me to say that, guys. I still want to say DC, uh, EU, of course. But uh, Dwayne Johnson posted a video today. And what I find interesting about with Dwayne Johnson and everything like that, I mean, obviously, Black Adam, you can now download it. You can watch it at home right now, if you please. You know, just got a digital download. You can probably, <laughs> probably download it illegally. I don't suggest that. I don't condone that. I'm not, I'm not a fan of all that. Definitely not. I'm like, just pay for the damn thing. You know, if you can, you know, but I, you know, but just I, I mainly hate it when people make the proclamations on like Twitter or something like that. We're just going to download this. It's right. It's like, oh, yeah, you're just you're just going to admit it on your social media that you stole something. Cool. You know, you realize you can't really. Okay. anyways. So, yeah, you can now watch Black Adam digital download and everything. So because obviously um, when it when it comes to the box office, box office didn't quite. you know, we were kind of hoping that maybe it would get to the... I, I was thinking that it might might have gotten to the 600 to $700 million range. Sadly, it did not. And uh, now they're just going to put it on digital download. So it's like, all right, that's cool. Fine. Do that. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, obviously, when it comes to that, I mean, you know, uh, what can you do? You know, it's just um, that's what happens. That's what happens. And then, you know... So Warner Brothers Discovery and, and Dwayne Johnson are just kind of like, well, I guess we could put on there, you know. Fuck me, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, so we got all that uh, when it comes to this. And then so now we're just kind of what, what I find very interesting is the fact that James Gunn. OK. Why hasn't there been any mention from Dwayne Johnson about James Gunn? He's talked about the D.C. leadership. He's talked about, you know, all this kind of stuff. But he never mentioned. He, has he. He's never mentioned James Gunn yet. That's what's weird. Just not mentioned the two leaders now. You think that Dwayne Johnson being the hype man that he is, he would start mentioning some names. And I'm kind of wondering, I'm kind of rubbing my chin, and I'm just kind of going, is this because at one point Hiram Garcia was actually going to maybe get the job at one point? Because that was always on the table. I was hearing that his name was on the table to become the DC studios head. And, uh, so I'm kind of wondering if there's a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of, uh, kind of just like, uh, yeah, my boy didn't get it. So I'm not going to acknowledge the new ones, you know, because it is kind of interesting that he has not mentioned it quite yet. So I don't know what's going on, Nick. You get to see it, but, uh, here's the video, the video we're going to watch right now, um, that he posted. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's hefty. It's a hefty video. It's like six minutes and 44, but let's kind of like break down the game footage right here, I think, you know. I think uh, we should do that right here. So let's do this right here. So here he is right here. He's uh, in his truck pulling into, uh, you know, pulling into work. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Happy Wednesday, also known as Hump Day. Hump Day! Also known as Wednesday's getting its ass kicked and Thursday is next to run. Uh, that's the plan anyway, <laughs> until we get beat up a little bit. Um, a quick check-in. I'm swooping in to say thank you. Uh, great news to report on the Black Adam front. The Black Adam train continues to roll along. Uh, Black Adam, you guys have made Black Adam number one uh, again, uh, now on digital. Uh, Black Adam is the number one. So that's why he's got to play it. So, I mean, I don't think we've seen numbers because it just came out yesterday, but apparently the numbers are good. I mean, I'm sure the numbers are good because it's a new release. So it does, you know, it does make sense. movie on iTunes. We released Black Adam yesterday. We thought it was a strategic release to go on all digital platforms. 
as we're still out in the theaters, uh, as we go into the Thanksgiving holidays and, of course, the Christmas holidays, Hanukkah holidays, um, so you guys can enjoy Black Adam still in theaters and certainly enjoy The Man in Black at home. So thank you for uh, making Black Adam number one again, again. Uh, on iTunes uh, with a bullet, by On the iTunes. Way. So thank you, guys. Oh, that's good. The hierarchy of power in the DC universe has changed. Um, as you guys have heard me say that, um, at box office here domestically. Like, yes, Dwayne, really we've been hearing good, you say it really for like the last four years. Internationally, we got a lot of room for growth. Um, and of course you want to see the international box office numbers uh, be higher, be stronger. Of course you do, um, because you're never satisfied. However, uh, we got a lot of great growth. We established Black Adam um, around the world. You know, and something to think about contextually when it comes to Black Adam. What are we thinking about? Um, and when you look at our numbers. Numbers! He keeps talking about the numbers. I just love that. I know, I need a numbers drop right there. As I think we'll probably land somewhere around, I don't know, maybe $375 million worldwide. Maybe a little bit more. We might kiss $400 million. We'll see. Uh, we still have Japan to open up, and we'll play through the holidays. So... Uh, we'll see. But in any event, you know, at the end of the day, our business, when it comes to like business acumen, boring business acumen stuff, our margins don't live and die by box office numbers. It has long. Uh, oh, is that um, what it is? OK. Very long uh, tentacles and tail effects. Tentacles. When it comes to uh, how we will do just in terms of our numbers. But the bottom line is this. When I talk about um, when I talk about hold on one second. Just movie broke even? Work. No, it did not. <laughs> My good morning. Hello. Amen. Thank you very much. I don't think he heard uh, you, Dwayne. When I talk about the hierarchy of power in the DC universe, has changed, changed from a yeah, few ways. Like Number one, numbers. we established Black Adam around the world as the most powerful and dominant, unstoppable force in the DC universe. That is a fact. Okay. That's a fact. Uh, and okay. we established the Justice Society around the world, too. And keep in mind, no one, if, if you were not a hardcore comic book fan, no one heard of Black Adam or the Justice Society. The hardcore. See, I love how, I mean, I, I like this angle that he's playing when it comes to this right here, because, I mean, this is uh, when we when we uh, were talking about his tweet when it came to IGN. This is the angle that he's playing now, which, you know, it's smart because it is true. I mean. The, the, the audience, the general audience didn't know who Black Adam was or the JSA or stuff like that. And that's a lot of things, the concerns that we had going into before the movie came out. It's like, are people going to respond to this because they don't know who this character is? So now they're leaning on the whole fact of why there's a weak box office is the fact that nobody knew who it is. But then at the same time, if a movie's good, a movie's good, word of mouth is word of mouth. So that's just the only thing, like, I get what he's doing, and it's I totally understand it, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, okay, you're going to use that. All right, all right. Hardcore comic book fans, we got the love, we got your love, we got your loyalty, and I appreciate that to the bone. But the rest of the world had no idea who Black Adam was, so we're establishing the brand. Okay. Um, and something else. That means the that sequel is going to be is, a billion. Know, I felt like if we're going to so two things, if we're going to establish Black Adam as the most powerful, unstoppable force in the DC universe, we have to. DC universe. He just waved it to Peter bring Saffron. back the most powerful, unstoppable force. 
of all time in any universe. And you guys know who I'm talking about. Of course, that is Superman. There we go. And that's Henry Cavill. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, the studio was not bringing Henry Cavill back. They, and inexplicably and uh, inexcusably. Yeah. Like but we weren't going to take no for an answer. Uh, myself, uh, my Seven Bucks co-founder and chairwoman Danny Garcia, Hiram Garcia, our Seven Bucks president. Uh, this has been years in the making regarding... Who was probably trying to go for that DC uh, that DC head job? Bringing Henry Cavill back um, and years of strategic conversations and strategic. we were not going to take no for an answer. And, at the, at, and also... Something else to think about is, for us, there was no way, there's no viable, logical way that you can attempt to build out the DC universe without the most powerful force and the greatest superhero of all time sitting on the hot sidelines. It's impossible to do. Yes. Um, you know, you can Venn diagram business-wise this whole thing 90 different times, but it all comes back to, where's Superman? Absolutely you have to correct. Have Superman in the mix. Correct. So that's why we fought hard to bring Superman back, Henry Cavill. And there was no other Superman, by the way, to bring back. Henry Cavill is our generation's Superman, and in my opinion, the greatest Superman. And I mean that respectfully to the other actors, especially Christopher Reeve. Of course. But, uh, the greatest Superman of all time. Of course. So, again, bringing Henry back, now we build out the DC Universe properly, strategically. Properly. Properly. Smartly. So mention uh, the... Again, the higher... So mention the... So James Gunn. James Gunn. James Gunn, just say the name. Say the name. Cube power in the DC universe has changed. Um, oh, has it? Well, it has. But when it comes to characters, maybe not so much Black Adam and everything like that. But mention James Gunn and Peter Saffron. Why not? And of course, now we have new leadership at okay. DC and at Warner Brothers. What's their names? Um, again. Hierarchy of power in the DC universe <laughs> uh, has changed. So it's a new era in the DC universe. Thank you guys so much for the Black Adam love. You made Black Adam number one on iTunes. Enjoy Black Adam throughout the holidays, Thanksgiving holidays. Enjoy it in the theaters, and certainly now you can enjoy it at home. Thank you for making us enjoy it at one. home. Uh, and, and thank you, thank you so much. Black Adam has been such an incredible journey. 15 years in the making. Um, <laughs> now Man. we will take our time. Now we will build out the uh, Black Adam uh, brand and we'll build out the JSA. Um, Dr. Fate, uh, Cyclone, very confident. Hawkman, He's very confident. Adam Smasher. And keep in mind, uh, for those of you who don't know, and all, all you comic book fans, you guys know this, there are so many cool, badass superheroes and supervillains in the Bible, in the pantheon of the DC Universe. They're just right there. Uh, so we're going to dig into all that. So, all right. Thank you guys so much. I got to get my ass to work. Um, get your ass to work, Joanne. Have a productive Wednesday and have a productive week. And most importantly, have a great Thanksgiving. All right, guys. Love you. Thank you again. Go Black Adam. Go Black Adam, guys. Go Black Adam. Yes. What an idiot. <laughs> Oops. Um, all right. So there you go. There's, there's what we got when it comes to uh, Dwayne Johnson talking about, uh, you know, talking about numbers and talking about stuff, talking about the DC hierarchy, uh, talking about, uh, you know, what's in the future to now they can est they've established the brand and everything like that. And it's just like, man, it's just weird because, I mean, obviously, I mean, I, I get it. I get what he's doing. I get, you know, the, I, he knows how to uh, shift things. And now, obviously, he's using the whole... Uh, the whole tactic of saying like uh 
Well, people didn't know who Black Adam was or the JSA. And I think for people not knowing who they were, it's good. It's good. So, you know, you know, it's it's that's that's the only reason why they didn't know who they were. You know, it's just that. And it was just kind of funny because, you know, I just like that he's using that little tactic, which is fine. I get it. But, uh, you know, let's face it. I mean, the box office is still pretty subpar, but hopefully, yes, the uh, the iTunes numbers, the streaming numbers, the digital download numbers uh, help parlay it a little bit. I don't know. But it's just weird to me that he still didn't. I mean, I get maybe not even talking about Peter Saffron, but you're not going to say James Gunn. Like, people know James Gunn. They know the name James Gunn, and it's just interesting. And I'm just thinking that partially it has to do with the fact that maybe there's a little bit of sour grapes right there. I don't know if Dwayne Johnson eats grapes. Probably not. If anything, he, he eats the grapes of a bull, you know, full of protein. But I'm just saying, like, I think there's a little bit of sour grapes in the fact that maybe Hiram Garcia was actually going to be up for the job for the head of DC Studios. Didn't get it. And maybe they weren't too happy about that and all that and everything. I don't know. But still, good words to say. And then, of course, talking about Henry Cavill, talking about Superman and showing his love for all that, which is great, which that took forever. I mean, my God, when it comes to uh, when it comes to like uh, the previous regime, basically, you know, I love the fact that he keeps calling out the old regime and basically just like saying that, you know, yeah, they they weren't going to fucking do that because, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, that's what anytime I just hear like that whole thing, it's like that. I just want to rub my head into a door right there. I just I don't get why they would not want to do that. But um, but yeah, it's just he's a good hype man. He's good. Uh, I don't hate the rock. I don't hate the rock. Unknown gamer. I don't. I just, you know, I, I actually like I, I find him entertaining. I find everything. But it's just, you know, it's just it's just. Um, when it comes to all the buildup for this and just uh, and the way that things are when it comes to that. I mean, I hope that we continue to do that. I hope they build up Black Adam being in this DC universe to build up and maybe he could like build himself like a Legion of Doom kind of uh, movie where then they have to, you know, we can have this big crazy crossover in the, in the next five years or something like that. I want to see Superman and Black Adam fight it up, fight it up with each other. I want to do that. Um, it all just seems... Uh, pretty great so man let's hope so uh you love guys more than us yeah gun and Dwayne are at war already i don't know i hope they're not see that's what kind of worries me because when we're talking about all this and that's 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 what i that's what i kind of worry about uh when it comes to when it comes to this i i would have thought that Dwayne johnson would have immediately posted a video or had a post congratulating james gunn has James Gunn even talked about Dwayne Johnson? Has James Gunn even talked about Black Adam? I, I'm I don't even know if there's that. It's just ah, I don't know. There's just weird. It's just it's just a little strange to me. A little strange. You think Dwayne Johnson? I mean, he's talked about that. There's new leadership. No names. Just no names. Just a little odd to me. A little odd. But good video overall. You know, he's reassuring the fans, which is great. But uh, you know. I guess we'll see what uh, what all happens with that. But uh, I think the biggest takeaway, again, was just the whole Henry Cavill praise and all that stuff. So, But it just seems like there's a little bit of sour grapes right there. I don't know. Could be wrong. I could be wrong. The DCU is broken. Well, they're trying to fix it right now. So, you know, uh, had there been proper management in place, BA would have uh, never been greenlit without a net of better known uh, character supporting films. Yeah. Yeah, it's all very interesting. 
you know, because it was just one of those. I think they were just banking on Black Adam to be a hit because it was Dwayne Johnson and they were finally doing something like that. And I think they were banking on that. But then we were talking about yesterday when it came to Quentin Tarantino talking about now there's really no movie stars. You don't go see the Dwayne Johnson movie. You're going to see the superhero movie. Um, And Dwayne Johnson just happens to be in it. And his name didn't pull people to there as much as they were hoping. I mean, I thought at least it would make half a billion, but it's not going to even make that. So, yeah, that's just it, guys. So that was uh, an interesting video. I do like uh, I do like his enthusiasm, his charisma. It's all there, but just kind of wondering why no mention of the name James Gunn yet. I don't know. Could be uh, thinking a little too much of it. And now we have Mr. Chris Hemsworth, which uh, Chris Hemsworth uh well I, you know we all know that recently he was kind of like uh when looking at health issues he has a possibility of like uh having some neurological problems he has a high probability so he did say that he was going to be taking some time off when it came to uh acting acting i mean obviously he finished up uh furiosa for uh uh for george miller you know the mad max uh prequel where he plays the villain that's going to be interesting and uh, you know he's done some other projects too he's doing that extreme crazy like you know trekking the earth project that he already did for disney plus but now he was gonna apparently take like uh some time off you know but um he did say in a recent interview when it came to um when it came to Thor, when it came to Thor, and now he's basically saying that there needs to be a uh, there needs to be a tone change. Which, yeah, that's what we all kind of wanted. That's what we all were kind of going like, yeah, buddy. Um, some of us are, were not just feeling when uh, when it came to all the comedy stuff and the way they turned Thor into a joke. But at the same time, I understood it. When it came to Thor Ragnarok, I went and watched it. Didn't like it that much. Had some great, it had some good visuals, had some good uh, sequences, sure. But the comedy, did not like it that much. And then, of course, when it came to Thor Love and Thunder, I, I hated it more. I mean, I actually, it, uh, I'd rather watch Thor Ragnarok over Thor Love and Thunder because I keep on saying that Thor Love and Thunder was a two-hour Saturday Night Live sketch. It was just, it was garbage, guys. It was absolute garbage, you know. Just that's the way I walked out. Like, it was just not good. Not good. So, that's just what it is. Anyways, um, so, but when it comes to this new interview right here, we got, uh, we got Hemsworth talking about right here he says Lord, love me, yeah, blah, blah, blah. he was just talking recently on the uh, happy sad confused podcast this is what he had to say right here he says you look at thor one and two they were quite similar ragnarok and thor love and thunder are similar i think it's about reinventing it i've had such a unique opportunity with infinity war and endgame to do very drastic things with the character i enjoy that i like keeping people on their toes it keeps me on my toes. It keeps me invested. I've said this before, but when it becomes too familiar, I think it's a risk in getting lazy than because I know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm even inv- invited back, but if I was, I think I would have. it would have to be uh, a drastically different version in tone, everything, just for my own sanity. So he laughed about that, so maybe, maybe he was kind of joking. Thor lost his mind. That last one. He's got to figure it out now. So, yes, he's kind of lost his mind. So if you saw all that, so, yeesh, man, that shot right there. But, yeah, so he's basically going like, hey, we need to change it up again. He probably saw some people's reactions to it. So, oh, shit, did I have that already chambered right there? <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah, got to make sure I don't have that. 
uh, had the button on still. Anyways, so there you go. He's just kind of like, all right, need a tone change because you had Thor one and two, similar, similar in tone. I my my favorite version of Thor is actually, I mean, I love, I like, I think the first Thor when it comes to a solo movie, the first Thor is the better one. Kenneth Branagh. Definitely the better movie, but I actually liked how they gave a good balance to him in Infinity War. You know, they, you know, coming off Ragnarok and, you know, being like the, uh, the, the comedy and the, the slap fest and all that stuff like that. And then going right into Infinity War where it got a little serious at, at points. I, I actually really like how he did. He had a really good entrance too. And the final battle he had a great entrance. So I actually like Thor's character in infinity probably but it's just uh like so like it was starting to go down the ragnarok went up a little bit and then it just took a nosedive with uh love and thunder so and uh, you know i made the joke today too and it's funny my tweet when i uh quote tweeted that article when it was talking about the tone change i was like i said like yeah he's he's even sick of taka watiti he's sick of taka and then of course that that made some people mad um it made a certain um scooper guy mad um don't ever make fun of thor that apparently he's got like this big uh small boner for uh uh for thor don't ever don't ever do it because both times i've had interactions with this individual it's been because of thor and it's just so funny but i'm like dude don't take the fucking tweet seriously i do i actually think he's sick of taka probably not no it's a joke. We we're all just sick of Taka Watiti. That's all. You know, I mean, Taka can make some good stuff. I'm, sh- you know, sure. But at the same time, when it came to Marvel, he was just like, he was just showing up for a paycheck, it seems, and just injecting really childlike humor into this character. So, yes, it's time for somebody else to come in and make a, make a different version of Thor. And I think they should be open to that. That's what I'm hoping for, that Zack Snyder's Thor. There you go. I would like that. I think a lot of us would like that. So who knows? Who knows if we're actually going to get that? But it's just funny when like, whew, man. Uh, but a lot of people were just like, I had more responses of people saying like, yeah, we're all sick of Takawa Titi. That's all. That's what was kind of interesting about that. You got the ones that always push back, you know, the Disney fucking, uh, the Disney uh, butthole lickers. Uh, they... Uh, they definitely, yeah, you can't say anything about it, but, but then you had a lot of people that are like, yeah, it, they definitely agree with Mr. Hemsworth. Okay, so, ooh, Darren Aronofsky's Thor, Zack Snyder's Love and Thunder. See, that sound, that flows more than Thor Love and Thunder, Zack Snyder's Love and Thunder. That sounds like a cool fucking album right there, Nikki. That sounds awesome, to be honest. So... Anyways, all right, let's see uh, what's going on. Let's do some questions right here. All right, we should be good. Not too many. All right, let's see if there's any over here on on YouTube. I'm posting this stuff on YouTube. And, yeah, just to remind you guys, we'll do a members-only stream right after this. So uh, any, if you want to join it, become a member. I'm going to pick my brain a little bit. You know, I can give you a little bit of tea, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, we'll just do that. So, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, check out these questions right here. All right, Mr. Wooter, Dave, do you watch? Uh, did Did you watch Wednesday on Netflix? It's uh, is really good. I'm in I'm in episode three right now. And are you surprised about Chris Hemsworth talking about new tone? That's nah, didn't surprise me. Um, I haven't watched Wednesday yet. Uh, hopefully, I'll start jumping on that. I want to watch that in 1899 really badly. So. 
Brad, so after Hemsworth's Thor comments, how likely do you think it is that Taka will direct Thor 5 on a scale of 1 to 1 to 0.5? Also, with the holidays here, want want are some what are some of your uh, favorite Santa movies? The Santa Claus is my all-time favorite movie. Uh, Christmas Vacation, that's always my top favorite. Home Alone, you know, those uh, traditional ones. But, uh, yeah, I'm hoping Taka doesn't come back. I don't think he even wants to come back, to be honest. Ryan is planes, trains, and automobiles, uh, the great outdoors of Thanksgiving um, uh, movies, uh, or is or the great outdoors, the plane, trains, and automobiles of summer break movies. Either way, watch both. Happy Thanksgiving. There you go. I know. I might put that on tonight. I just might. Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave. Don't know about... Uh, about, but I'm a little tired of DC versus Marvel. Just want good content. What would you think about one or both of the Russo brothers working on a Superman film with Zack Snyder as producer? I don't know. Kind of, uh, kind of getting tired of the hearing the Russo brothers at the at the moment. I'm thinking it would be a Winter Soldier, Man of Steel style. Yeah, I'm not saying that they couldn't do it, but I'm just like, eh, I'm just ugh. Uh, Eric, riddle me this, Dave. We talk about personal Halloween movie lineups and Christmas movie lineups. So aside from planes, trains, and automobiles, of course, what are your uh, must-see films for Thanksgiving? I know, it's like, how many Thanksgiving films are there actually? Um, I, I saw on my timeline uh, somebody was watching Son-in-Law, which apparently has a Thanksgiving-type vibe to it. But yeah, there's when it comes to Thanksgiving, there's not much there. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is there... Uh, is there uh, a Thanksgiving movie that uh, that that sticks out that has that right there? I don't know. You don't really think about Thanksgiving movies. C.K. Cooper Knox. So in the end, the hierarchy and power of the DC universe has mostly stated the same. Yep, that's pretty much it. And then uh, Asire uh, says uh, the Thor tone change is a <laughs> Black Adam movie, basically. Is that what's going to be the case? All right. Interesting, interesting. Uh, so, Dances with Wolves. All right. I mean, I guess we could do that if you want to talk when I go that far back. It, or, like, when it comes to historic and whatever, all that stuff. I don't know. I mean, that 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 does make sense, I guess. But I don't know, guys. But uh, to round it up, uh, hopefully you guys have a good Thanksgiving for everybody who's celebrating tomorrow, of course. Uh, I'll be, uh, of course, at my mom's. Mom, a film junkie. She'll be, uh, I'll be at her house for uh, most of the day. Um, she'll be cooking a meal. And I'll do my best by bringing alcohol beverages. That's what I do. I don't, I don't bring a side dish. I just bring alcohol. That's what I do. I'll watch some football and do all that and have a good time. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, give thanks. Give thanks to all this stuff. I'm thankful for the fact that I can do this every week. It's always fun. Um, thankful to you guys for coming back and watching all the stuff, asking questions, interacting, interacting with each other. We've built up a nice little film junkie empire right here, nice little fan base. So I'm thankful for that. Thankful that it just keeps on going. Just thankful for a lot of things, you know. And, uh, you know, the past two years have been weird, so... Nowadays, now with the whole pandemic pretty much in our rear view, I mean, be thankful that, you know, I mean, I know like there are some people that did lose uh, relatives and that sucks, but be thankful for, you know, the fact that they're still around and all this stuff and uh, thankful for a lot of things. So anyways, just wanted to say that you guys are awesome and uh, members will be doing, of course, the uh, the members only stream right after this. So look forward to that on your uh on your uh, your YouTube feed, 
and uh, we'll talk about it a little bit. All right. So uh, make sure you smash that like, thumbs up, do all that, hit that notification bell. So you know when I'm doing this stuff, follow me and all the stuff. Patreon, everything's right there. It's all good right there. Uh, so, anyway, so Jose was here. Was he there? Yeah. Thankful for the, yeah, thankful for, for uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Do all that, too. All right, guys. Members, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Everybody else, I will talk to you later. Later.